everybody, welcome back to The Financial Freedom Show. My name is Rob Berger. In this video, we're going to look at the two five-year rules that apply to Roth IRAs. These are rules you don't want to mess up. They are significant ramifications, including uh, extra taxes and even a 10% penalty. And I hate to say this, but they're kind of complicated. However, the good news is, I think once we begin to understand the purposes behind the rules, they make them a little easier to understand. So. We're going to walk through this. I'm going to mention a few resources from the IRS. Uh, I will link to those below the video. So with that, let's get started. And I even, for you guys, put together a, a, a PowerPoint presentation for this one. So here's what we got planned. There are two five-year Roth IRA rules. We're going to look at both of them. The first one I call the five-year Roth IRA account rule. And it is one thing that helps us determine whether we'll pay income tax on a portion of a distribution from our Roth IRAs. That's the first one we're going to look at. And then the second one applies specifically to Roth IRA conversions, and that rule helps us determine whether we will pay a 10% penalty. So those are the two rules. They serve very different purposes. We're going to look at them both. Now, as a starting point, we need to understand how we get money into a Roth IRA. And there are basically three ways. There's the, the contributions. You know, you just open up a Roth IRA and you contribute up to the, the annual limit. And those are just simple contributions. You can also do either a, a conversion, which we'll talk about in a minute, or a rollover, usually from a, a workplace retirement account. That's the second way. And then of course, uh, there are earnings on all of those. So you can have dividend and interest on your contributions, conversions and rollovers, or just growth in the value of your investments. Now, why am I walking through that? Well, a primary reason is this, and it's something we need to keep in mind. Roth IRA contributions can be withdrawn at any time, penalty and tax-free. What that means for us is that the five-year rules we're going to look at have absolutely no application whatsoever to Roth IRA contributions. You can take those out anytime you want for any reason or no reason at all, penalty and tax-free. That's probably the simplest part of the two rules we'll cover today. All right, so with that, let's jump into the first rule, and that's the five-year rule on Roth IRA accounts. To satisfy this rule, you have to have opened up and contributed to a Roth IRA and held it for at least five consecutive tax years. So that's how it's, it's done. That's what you have to do to satisfy it. Now, the good news is once you satisfy this rule for your, you know, your first Roth IRA, you've satisfied it for all of them, both all your current and all your future Roth IRAs forever and ever and ever. So once you've satisfied it, you're done. It doesn't matter if you have one Roth IRA or you have 10 Roth IRA, blah, blah, blah. Roth IRA accounts. Here it's important to keep in mind that the IRS looks at all of your Roth IRA accounts as just one big pot of money. They don't care that you, you hold your Roth IRA accounts, your money in one account or 10 accounts, it doesn't matter. So once you've satisfied it, you even have satisfied it for some future Roth IRA account that you might open whatever, five or 10 years from now. Once you've satisfied the rule, you're good to go. You've satisfied it for all times. Now, what happens if you haven't met the rule? Well, 
If you take out earnings, remember contributions can come out anytime penalty and tax free, but if you take out earnings before you've satisfied the five-year rule, those earnings will be subject to tax. And here's the important thing to keep in mind. That's true even if you're 59 and a half years of age or older, and that's part of the rule that can trip folks up. They think, well, if I opened up, say, a Roth IRA for the first time when I'm 57, and then take money out at 60, I should be okay because I'm 59 and a half or older. Not true. You still have to satisfy this five-year rule of Roth IRA accounts. If you haven't, even if you're 59 and a half or older, when you take out earnings, they will be subject to income tax. And we can take it a step further. That's true if you're a first-time home buyer. You may have heard that you can take money out of a Roth IRA uh, as a first-time home buyer without penalty. And that's true, you can. Of course, you have to meet the rules uh, related to, to that, and you won't get, get hit with that 10% penalty. But if that withdrawal includes earnings and you haven't satisfied the five-year rule, those earnings will be subject to income tax. And believe it or not, that's true even if you die and you, you haven't satisfied the, the five-year rule and your beneficiaries take out the money before the five-year rule has been satisfied, uh, the earnings will be subject uh, to taxable income. Now, as I've pointed out, this rule doesn't have anything to do with the 10% penalty. That's separate. If you're 59 and a half and you haven't satisfied the five-year rule and you take money out, it'll be subject to an income tax because you didn't satisfy the five-year rule. But because you were 59 and a half or older, you won't pay the 10% penalty. I know at first glance, this is a little confusing. You just, the key takeaway here in terms of the 10% penalty is that the five-year rule on Roth IRA accounts doesn't determine whether or not you'll pay a 10% penalty. Now, I think it's helpful to understand what a qualified distribution is, and I've got it in the slides here. This comes directly from the IRS, and in fact, let me show you that uh, now. Bear with me. Here it is. This is actually from the IRS website. We can look at it here. It's the same thing. And again, I'll leave a link to this below the video. But in order for a distribution from a Roth IRA to be what they called a qualified distribution, meaning it's not subject to tax or penalty, you have to have held it for a five-year period. That's the five-year rule we've been looking at. And the payment or distribution is made, and here are all the rules. Once you've reached 59 and a half or older, or because you're disabled, or it's a beneficiary, or first-time home buyer. So keep that in mind. Uh, that's what a qualified distribution is. If you've met one or more of these, but you haven't met the five-year rule, you'll avoid the 10% penalty, but because you haven't met the five-year rule, uh, the, the earnings portion of the distribution will be subject to ordinary income tax. I hope you're with me so far. I know this could be a bit mind-numbing, and I'm doing my best to walk you through it. Again, I'll leave a link to uh, uh, that IRS document in the video below. But before we move to the second five-year rule, there's something we uh, really important we have to understand, and, and we'll put this in some perspective. Because one might ask, why have they bothered with this five-year rule? Why throw that in? And, and the answer is the IRS wants to encourage us 
to use Roth IRA accounts as long-term uh, retirement investment vehicles. They don't want us to use it for just a couple of years. Uh, they want us to think long-term. And so this is the way that they've sort of implemented that, that goal or policy, is to throw in uh, this five-year five rule. Well, guess what? It applies to Roth 401ks as well. With a Roth 401k, you have to have satisfied that five-year rule for distributions from a Roth 401k to be considered qualified. Uh, but that raises a big question. What happens if you take a Roth 401k and roll it into a Roth IRA? How does the five-year rule work? Well, let's walk through it. First, yes, you must satisfy the five-year rule on a Roth 401k. But what happens when you do a rollover? Number one, you get absolutely no credit for the years you held the Roth 401k. The Roth 401k becomes irrelevant. You've moved the money out of it and you've moved it into a Roth IRA. So the only thing that matters is how long you've held all of your Roth IRAs and whether or not you've satisfied the five-year rule for your Roth IRA. And that has some pretty practical implications. For example, let's say you've only had a Roth 401k for two years and maybe you retire and you roll it into a Roth IRA and you've already satisfied the five-year rule for your Roth IRAs, well, then you're good to go. Again, it's the Roth IRA rules that apply once you do the rollover. Now, the flip side is, let's say you've had a Roth 401k for five years or more and you've satisfied the rule and you're getting ready to retire, let's say you're 65 and you open up your very first ever Roth IRA to roll over that 401k into the IRA. Well, you haven't satisfied the five-year rules for the Roth IRA, and so any earnings uh, that come out of that uh, Roth IRA before you've met the five-year rule will be subject to income tax. So keep that in mind. It's one reason why I believe you wanna open up a Roth IRA, whether it's through direct contributions or maybe even from a conversion from a traditional IRA, as early as possible and get that five-year rule satisfied. Because again, once you've satisfied it, you're done. You never have to worry about it again. All right, let's turn to the second five-year rule that applies to Roth IRA conversions. And believe it or not, this one is a little more straightforward. The first thing to keep in mind, as I mentioned earlier, is this rule uh, determines whether you'll pay a 10% penalty on any distributions. And here, I think it helps to understand the rationale behind the rule. Let's imagine you have a, a deductible, uh, regular traditional IRA, and you wanna take money out before you're 59 and a half. And you think, well, I know I'm gonna have to pay taxes on it, but I'd really like to avoid that pesky 10% penalty. So you think to yourself, here's what I'll do. I'll convert it to a Roth IRA because I've heard I can take money out of that uh, tax and penalty free. So I'll convert it to a Roth IRA. I'll have to pay my taxes on the conversion, but I knew I'd have to pay those anyway. And then you think to yourself, once it's in the Roth, I'll just take it out and avoid the 10% penalty. Well, uh, the IRS already thought about that. And to avoid that, what they've done is said, no, 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 we're gonna sort of apply that 10% penalty anyway, if after the conversion, you take the money out before the five years has been satisfied. So that's sort of the rationale behind it. And because of that rationale, uh, there are some nuances we need to understand. The first is the five-year rule must be satisfied for each and every conversion. Remember with the, 
the five-year rule on Roth IRA accounts, once you satisfied it once, you were done. That's not true with conversions. You're never done. You have to satisfy this rule for each and every conversion. And that's the bad news. The good news is, unlike the first five-year rule we looked at on Roth IRA accounts that could trigger even if you're older than 59 and a half, not this one. The five-year rule on Roth IRA conversions doesn't apply once you reach 59 and a half years of age or older. And if that seems a little odd, keep in mind the purpose of the rule. The purpose of the rule is to prevent us from sort of sidestepping the 10% penalty on traditional IRAs. But if we're already 59 and a half or older, there's nothing to sidestep because the 10% penalty doesn't apply. All right, hope that makes sense. The last thing I want to mention here is this concept of a Roth IRA conversion ladder. Given this rule, this is especially relevant for folks uh, who retire early, say before they reach 59 and a half, and they're gonna be spending some of their money. Uh, it can often make sense to convert a, a year's worth of expenses each year over a, a number of years, and then wait for the five year period to lapse so that you've satisfied the rule and you can take out the money without triggering the 10% penalty. Again, that applies primarily uh, to folks that retire early. Now, I know I've thrown a lot at you. I hope it makes sense. Again, I'll leave links below the video, but there's one other really important thing to keep in mind because you may say, well, Rob, this is great. Appreciate the effort. The slideshow could have been maybe a little more colorful, but whatever, appreciate the effort. But when I take out money, how do I know if it's a contribution or if it's a conversion or a rollover or maybe uh, its earnings. How does that get determined? Well, the good news is the IRS has already figured that out for us, and I will link to this uh, below the video, but I will show it to you now. They have what they call ordering rules of distributions, and it works in our favor, believe it or not. So anything you take out is first uh, designated as a regular contribution, and that's good news, right? Because we don't pay taxes or penalty on contributions we take out. And then they're deemed to be conversions and rollovers on what they call a first in first out basis. The rules can get a little complicated. It also divides it between taxable and non-taxable portions. But I can tell you this, uh, the rules work out in our favor. Obviously, if you've got a series of conversions, uh, you're gonna want to work through that probably with a tax professional to make sure you understand the consequences. Uh, but that comes next in the ordering rules. And it's only once all of the contributions have come out and all of the conversions and rollovers have come out that earnings are deemed to be distributed. And uh, so that's good news for us. Keep in mind, though, that the IRS treats all of your Roth IRA accounts as one big pot of money. So don't think that you can say, well, I'll put my contributions in this, this Roth IRA and my earnings over here, and I'll try to manipulate the ordering rules and the IRS won't let you do that. That's maybe the bad news. But again, the good news is the ordering rules work in our favor. All right. I know this is a lot. It can be complicated. I highly recommend that you get um, professional tax advice before making any important decisions on all of this. Uh, if you have any questions, please do leave them in the comments below. I'll do my best to help you out any way I can. Again, I'll leave links below this video uh, to some helpful resources. And until next time, remember, the best thing money can buy is financial freedom.